That's like eight years of your life that you're just pregnant. My sister has a ton of kids. Yeah. That's I don't like think eight I, you can't drink, Stacey. Exactly. Why do you think I don't have any more children, Crystal? Hi, all. Just wanted to jump in and say that you might hear us reference being able to see us in this episode, and that is because this episode is live on YouTube in video. So if you wanted to go ahead and listen and also see our shining faces, you can go ahead and find us on YouTube at High Life Dropouts. Go ahead and subscribe over there for more video content um, and maybe some bonus clips. But with that, we're going to jump right on in. Hello, welcome back, everyone. It's Crystal and Stacy, and you can see us. You can see us. We're here. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to the moms out there because that's what we are here to celebrate. Yeah, our beautiful, brave, strong mamas. Yes, Happy Mother's Day. This uh, episode will be dedicated to all of the mamas out there, including Stacy, who herself is a mama. I am. Aww. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I know. I can only imagine, but you're so good at it. You're so good at it. Oh, thank you. I don't feel like I am most of the times, but you know, I'm doing my best. Considering I've seen you on a paddleboard with like eight <laughs> packs of things for your child and your child. Like I would say you're pretty dedicated to mom, <laughs> like snacks on snacks on snacks. And then you also mom me sometimes. So it's like, you're a dick. No, I don't. He's always like, Crystal, have some water. Did you bring snacks? Here's some carrots. Have some carrots. You know, I'm like, I didn't bring anything. Actually, I just brought myself. This is like, well, I brought wine. I think I, I always have wine. I think it's just like the motherly instinct of me to always like make sure everyone's okay. She's like, here's some sunscreen. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get to <laughs> like, you can do that with sunscreen. I know we tell everyone to wear sunscreen, but I'm like, do not I? in this. You're like in the sun. I don't really need sunscreen. <laughs> I was in the garden yesterday and I was like, mm, I'll put on my face because obviously mm-hmm. I'm like, I need it on the rest of my body. I got sunburned. And it was like overcast. You didn't wear all your gear that you got? No, because I Yeah. I was like, I'm not wear my hat or my, was, do you know the tan lines from that like apron and the gloves? No. It'd be silly. It was a beekeeper out there. Like, it was, and I was like, it's not that sunny. If it was sunny, I would have, but then I should have known, you know, overcast in the Northwest equals. <laughs> yep. That's why Marcel is always like, oh, I don't need to wear sunscreen because there's no sun. And I'm like, oh it's the overcast it's those uv rays like don't oh, let it fool course. you yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, me and her on the same page we need something yeah. we don't bring food we don't bring water <laughs> we bring sunscreen Where's i got one? that i got it for you got it. <laughs> i got you yeah we should have pictured she's got like a backpack and like a, a, a canteen all of the like, swim stuff we're just paddling the speaker <laughs> the speaker like, I don't know how you're bored. It's the waterproof. <laughs> the waterproof um, phone case. We can play music. Yeah. We'll just go. All in. of the above. Yeah. And then time. you and Marcella, you're like, all right, let's go. Buffing. I know. I just need to get on your board and then I don't have to do any work. I'm just. I know. One day. I know. I need an extra one day. Long one. Oh, man. Well, on that note, <laughs> we are here to talk about our moms. I think Stacy and I wanted to dedicate this one to all of the moms out there, but also specifically our moms. Our mamas. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about it, and we've been talking a lot about just um, being women of color and things like that. And we got to thinking about our moms and how they navigate the world. Um, because my mom is a first-generation American immigrant from the Philippines. And just like, what is that like? And um, it must be hard, you know, not related. Yeah. To 
Yeah, for sure. And I think like my mom was just a younger mom in general and like lived in, um, in a very small town and had us really young. I mean, like, I don't know how young your mom was, but she had all three of us by the age of 23. So she was super young. My mom was young, but I think she spaces out a little more. I think by 25, she had all three of us. Okay. It's still like, I feel like that's young. It's still young. Yeah. I even got a lot of, um, uh, judgment for being a young mom when I had Marcel at 28. You're like, and I felt like that was old, but I was like, I want to sleep. I don't know what y'all want to do, but I want to sleep. <laughs> You're like, well, now because people are having kids, I think, you know, yeah, later, later. Yeah, like mid 30s to like mid 40s. But I was it's like a thing. Told, yeah, but I was always told that it was more dangerous the older you got. So I wonder if that was just, I wonder if that is that true though? I don't know if it's true anymore. I think that we have evolved and I think maybe medicine, mm-hmm. Western medicine has evolved a little bit with us to understand that like our bodies are capable of having children well beyond 30. Cause that's so crazy. That's such an arbitrary it's number to just say, yeah, <laughs> like by 30, you need to have children or you're not going to be able to have any at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> crazy that's how they make it seem right or like you're gonna die during childbirth if you like go through this process and when you're 30 like that's so terrible to tell someone Mm -hmm. um but I think we've just evolved in western medicine to kind of show us that we I think we're also a little bit more active um so we get out there we do all these things so our bodies are capable of having children beyond that arbitrary 30 years old And I feel Mm -hmm. like if there are complications, we have the ability to mitigate them. And people are just freezing their eggs too. And I don't know. Yeah. And it's so common now. People always talk about, well, not people that I know, the Kardashians. Let's be real. That's what I'm talking about. People or people who (laughs) have money. They're just like, I'm freezing my eggs. And I'm like, how much does that cost? And they're like, thousands upon thousands of dollars. Oh, okay. But But now that's, uh, since that is becoming so popular or like trendy, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is one of the benefits that, companies are starting to offer to entice more employees because it is something that people want to explore and need to explore at times. I mean, I thought about it. I think when I was like 26, 27, I was, yes, I was young, but I was like, if I'm not, if we're not going to have any children, like I well, if we're not going to have any children right now, what does it look like? Because people do scare you into this arbitrary 30 age, like, when when is an appropriate age to have children or whatever when or like you're a geriatric i think that's what our friend at that's our, what they say yeah a geriatric pregnancy after mm-hmm. 30 or 32 they're like you're too old for those what do you, yeah. could you imagine put her in the geriatric wing she's too old you're like 33 you're like you're like what's your face in anna karenina you know you're like 32 <laughs> and then your husband's like you're old you're old you're steady on the decline yeah you don't even look good anymore you've had how many children sir okay move on that's literally our society leo called it yeah it is our society yeah i never really think about kids sometimes i think about having them and then i'm like <laughs> do it it's a scam i, I it's know a scam. It's like a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's such a scam. It's so expensive. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm thankful to my mom, though, because there's no way. And three kids is expensive. 
three kids is expensive. And I, I look back at like my mom, um, and I know it's a different time, totally different time, but, um, my mom didn't work for a really long time. She was a stay at home mom and she didn't work for a really long time. And I'm like, how did you not work and have three kids? And then it's not like my dad came home and would like relieve my mom. It was a very traditional mm-hmm. like Mexican household where he would, come home and expect his meal to be done. Right. And like Uh the house to be clean and the kids to be well-behaved. Um, so I'm like, how did you do it, mom? Like that is, you know, and And why did you put up with that? (laughs) Just like, well, that's how it was. We, it's so Mm -hmm. crazy how over the last 20 or 30 years, like that the society has, well, kind of evolved into this more modern idea of what marriage and childbirth, like depending on where you are, because that is, wild but I feel like sometimes we still kind of have that where we're like oh well you stay at home all day so what are you doing all day and you're like well you're taking care of the kids and you're... it's like it's like what is the balance though because I could see you need know, to see both sides to it but also it's mm-hmm. like staying at home and taking care of a child is a job it really is like that it, is a job it really is a job and I think too um I used to be kind of like that, like, oh, what do you do all day when you're a stay-at-home mom and when your child's a certain age? Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was like, uh, I was a judgmental bitch. I shouldn't have done that at all. And I feel really bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard. But, it, you know, I think when they do start going to school, though, and you put them into school, I guess, and they're not home, I guess that's a good question. It's like, what are you doing? Yoga. Yeah. I mean, that's me being judgmental. Yoga yoga brunching La- laundry like you must have a really nice house and like really a lot of like time to relax <laughs> you're just like chill I, you know and then you're like and if they don't then you're like so then what are you doing see and that's i'm like i don't know I'm, I'm maybe i'm just being too judgmental but that's also mm-hmm. because like my mom had three kids and her house was always spotless and she worked and she took care of us so you're like i guess my view on a household yeah. is very skewed because like my mom just did all those things and she doesn't complain ever so she's like I just did it and it was fine yeah yeah I don't I don't think my mom ever complained I mean we didn't have the cleanest house or we didn't have the biggest nicest or cleanest house mm-hmm. but we definitely like we never really skipped a meal my mom always like you know made sure that we we're picked up from school or you know that we were she was responsible like Take made sure that we were taken care of um but yeah, I don't, I don't know how she did it with all three of us. Cause we're like back to back. We're oh. like back to back. We're all like 18 ish months apart. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the pregnancy of that too? You're just pregnant for three years. basically, <sighs> And then you're pregnant while you have a child already. Oh, you're just like living. I don't know how people are that brave. You're so brave. You're so brave. Like people have like eight so kids. Brave. That's like eight years of your life that you're just pregnant. My sister has a ton of kids. Yeah. That's I don't like think eight I, you can't drink, Stacey. Like exactly. Why do you think I don't have any more children, Crystal? Oh, um, I know. I'd be like, Stacey, we can't hang out. And you're like, no, fun when you're pregnant. And you're like, stop drinking. You can't go out. What are we going to do? That's we, not we, the we only reason we're friends. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe it is, Stacey. Maybe we should see what happens if I get pregnant or you get pregnant. See if we're still friends. <laughs> I am not, that is, that book has been burnt. <laughs> It'll be me one day. I'll be like, I can't drink. 
I'm pregnant. I can't go back. I'll be like, I can't do anything. So I'm like, really woo-woo. I can't do that. The deli, like it has to. What's the it has to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was kind of like that. I should, I don't know if you all want to sh- uh, see my birth plan, but I will have to one day share my birth plan. It's so woo-woo. Um, I mean, at least you had one and you said it was followed, right? So I was, uh, well, here's the thing for me. Maybe it's just because I'm very type A um, that I was like, really? this is, <laughs> Yep. Not me. <laughs> Maybe it's uh because I knew I was only gonna have one child. And I was mm-hmm. like, if I'm gonna have one, I'm gonna do it right. right. And I'm gonna make sure it's done right. Uh-huh. Whatever right is. I think for me, right is different than what other people might think is right. Um, but what is it? Oh, I forgot the name of it. I think I showed it to you and you're like, you what the hell? Um, you know, China also had a birth plan and but she was in one of those places where they don't give you drugs. And I was like, you brave, brave woman, you. Well, that's how kind of how I was. You brave, brave woman. You. Oh, I went to a hospital, but I didn't. Oh, yeah. Guided preferences for a shame free delivery. That would be what you would name it. That is a very well, you were going to name your child Willow. So it all really <laughs> coalesces into that. That is you. 28-year-old Stacy is a very different Stacy than the Stacey. So I different. <laughs> be like, girl. I still had a lot of learning to do. <laughs> but you know, I think that's fair because there's a lot of things with pregnancy and birth where women are shamed in that space and they aren't honored. Their wishes aren't honored and they're not well taken care of, especially women of color. Especially women of color. And, you know, I... um. My midwife was very, like, I was like, are you sure? Because I have really large breasts. So I was like, are you sure we'd be able to breastfeed? And she's like, yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with your breasts. You're going to be able to breastfeed. I'm like, like, are you sure? Can you, can you look at them? (laughs) Really taking a look at them. She's like, you got a lot of milk in there, face. You got a lot of milk. (laughs) I just felt now looking back, I can just laugh because I was so ridiculous. And like, I, I didn't know I was the first time at doing any of this stuff. So I didn't know. I don't know. You're like having a pep talk. You're like, okay, girl, (laughs) like you're going to work. You're going to be really good. I did have one that was a a good like producer and one that was like, like, I'm about to fire you. I need you to step it up. Step it up. Your body is so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, it's very crazy. I, and that's why I don't, and that's why I think that you, society, I guess, right, um, is okay with women having pregnancies back to back to back, but then they say, oh, you can only do that until you're 30. And then you're done. <laughs> And then you're done. So it's like, oh, why can't I just space that out? You know? So I'm I'm very, I'm also very intrigued by that. It it's interesting though, too, because I guess I do know people who had kids like they started in their mid-20s and their last one was probably in their 30s. And Mm -hmm. I never thought about that because, you know, we were told that after 30, (laughs) you're dead to the the procreating situation. Uh I'm like, oh, actually, I do know a ton of women. Who had now. their last child mm-hmm. in their like early 30s? And no one mm-hmm. was like, that's weird. That's normal because your last one could be, you know, you're 30. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be mm-hmm. over 30 having your last one, but that's okay because it's your third. It's your third and final, it's your fourth and final. It's fine. Um, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. 
Yeah. And I know a lot of moms who have had kids like well into their mid thirties, even pushing 40 um, and even in their forties. And it's fascinating. And I, you know, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, but it's timing for them, right? They're like, okay, well, I've done all of these things in my life and I've accomplished all these things in my life. And now I'm ready for a child or something else. I think that's, yeah. I think for my mom, I think she's happy she had us young. I think she, well, I think it's mm-hmm. twofold. So I think she was happy that she had us young because now she can literally live out. She has money now to go out and do whatever she wants, have like the lifestyle that she wished she had in her 20s. Mm-hmm. But in her 40s with like her friends and doing all that stuff. But I think it was also really hard being a young mom because she didn't have a lot of money to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And I think also just coming from the Philippines, the culture is very different in how they raise children. And so she came into this very Western American mm-hmm. style home. And she's the only person there that like, you know, is, you know, Filipino, speaks her own language and all that stuff. And she has to work so she can't take care of us. And then she's speaking to us in in like English because she doesn't want to teach us Tagalog because she wants to make sure that we can mm. like fit in. And I'm just, I always mm. think about that and how hard it is to not even be able to speak your native language to your child. Like that's got to be like brutal. Really brutal. And a little bit like you're losing your, like your self-identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my dad, so both of my parents are fluent in Spanish, but my dad did not want my mom to teach us Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because we lived in a very like country place. And my dad also didn't want anyone to discriminate against us. Um, he just, again, like, kind of like your mom um, wanted us to fit in. But my mom was like, I have to expose my kids to all these things yeah. like they need to know <laughs> he's like nah um he's like no it's fine um we're so we're, it was we're american here <laughs> yeah and it's hard because my grandparents speak spanish yeah and that's their first language and that's what mm-hmm. that's that's what they speak and so we would stay with them a lot and be with them a lot and have um conversations with them a lot and it would be really really challenging even now as an adult it kind of is because i have to really attempt to speak to my grandmother in Spanish. And first of all, she can't hear anymore. So then I'm like yelling and trying to speak Spanish and I'm not very, you know, confident and comfortable in my Spanish Uh conversational Spanish anyway. And so I'm just like, oh my gosh, just put someone else on the phone. Like Marcella, come here. I need you to translate. Yeah, Marcella, you're so much better at this than I am. Spanish immersion. I need it. Do you feel like your mom ever struggled a little bit with not being like not fitting into that suburban white mom? Um, I think it helped that we lived in the country. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. she was keeping up with the Joneses next door. But I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, in all the instances where like she came to like parent teacher conferences or a lot of times when we would go out, people never really talked to her directly. They would always talk to me or my dad. Because mm-hmm. I think they just were like, the assumption is her English probably isn't that good. Because my mom has a thick accent. My dad mm-hmm. jokes and he says she's the only Asian he knows whose accent has gotten thicker the longer she's been in America. Which I feel like it's kind of true because I don't notice it. I don't think my mom has an accent at all. And Jordan's like, your mom has it's a crazy accent. I'm like, my mom? No way. She's over there. No, she's saying over there. Like, it's like not your points. Like, what are you talking about? Um, And so I think she feels it. And like, just they're just, I don't know that it's keeping up with like necessarily like other white folks, but I think mm. she, she felt it in her own community in the very beginning because mm. she it was the youngest in a very established Filipino community of friends. And so I felt like they made her feel bad because she had to work and she was like, 
you know, didn't have as much money. So they would all go shopping. She couldn't do stuff. And so they would actually make her feel really bad. So they weren't really giving or helpful to her. And so I think Mm -hmm. trying to keep up with them in her own community was probably Mm -hmm. more difficult, I would say, than the other white people. She didn't really hang out with them. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. That's does she does she hang out with them now or does she like ever she's gone through like three iteration of friend groups and i think the one that her last and final group right now is the one that is her ride or die they they do everything to oh my god like i said i know you <laughs> all 14 of them yeah oh my god. on spirit they flew spirit to vegas oh and then my mom couldn't figure out why they couldn't pick their own seats i'm like because you're on spirit, you're on spirit airlines you you're for just all of your things what are you talking about you're lucky you even got it it's <laughs> It's like, what are you talking? She's like, oh, I didn't know no, Maria. And I was like, yeah, it's just not the best airline. Just fly Southwest. It probably costs the same. Um, but she was like, oh. Uh, so no, I think like with her friend, and I think she, you know, is more established and she can afford to go do things. And my mom is a very generous person. So mm-hmm. she pays a lot for her friends and she does, you know, a lot of those things. She always tells me, Maria, you have to share in your blessings. So mm. yeah, that's who she is. Yeah. Thanks, but you can still buy me stuff. Yeah, for like, sure. No, you can buy me sushi this time. And two hundred dollars later, I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know we were doing that, Mom. Thanks. No. I think that's um, that's kind of how my my mom is too. Like, she was a young mom, but also, um, she's divorced from my dad now. Thank goodness. But she remarried and. And um, her new husband and her do all these things together and all these things that I think she um, probably would have done if she didn't have kids Mm. so, so young Um, and is just out here exploring and living her best life. Because you just like don't realize that your mom is a person before she had you. I no, you don't. And I, no. I, I encourage people to like talk to their moms or like talk to someone close to their mom mm-hmm. and ask them what they were like before they had kids. Cause I think that is such a huge thing that we sometimes can forget about, yeah. um, that they were, they had their own life and they probably had their own passions and they probably had their own like goals <laughs> that weren't you that weren't us kids are a lot and a lot of work and you have to put a lot of things aside and you do you do sacrifice a lot just to raise mm-hmm. a human being so mm-hmm. um and sometimes you don't get to pick that back up no you're just you're mm-hmm. you still are raising children at, when they're 40 or 50 you know what I yeah mean? <laughs> yes. it really depends <laughs> you know as a young mom I'm sure you sacrifice it's like you have to work or you have to stay at home like you have mm-hmm. to figure it out and trying to navigate that I'm sure it's just like just imagine all the heartbreak at having a child that young it has to be like, it has to be like devastating. Devastating and isolating, right? Especially if you're probably one, one of the only ones um, in your friend group or in your community to have children that young and no one else knows what it's like, or they can't really relate to it. Like it has to be really, really challenging. I'd be like, yeah, Stacey, that's cool. You got hand, foot in mouth. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm going to walk away. Call me when you're like healthy. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like weird. I just, you know. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. do you feel like it was hard for you to, well, because, or did your friends already have kids when you had kids? Uh, none of my friends. So well, I don't have a lot of friends, but none of my friends were married right. um, at the time when I got married. Um, did a lot of things really fast, but also did a lot of things really slow in my mind. Um, but no one was really married. And then by the time, I had Marcella, like none of my other friends had kids or even thinking about kids. 
or even think about marriage, you know, like, so yeah. I was really the only one. That's probably, um, yeah, hard, stressful, lonely, very stressful, very, very isolating, very lonely. I mean, when I had Marcella, I was like, I don't, I don't know who I'm going to talk to or what I'm going to do. And I would just like, you know, sit at home all day with Marcella because I was terrified to take her outside. Terrified. You're like, and can I take this child outside? Can I, can I feed her outside? On my boob? I, and I didn't have, I didn't have my family here. Yeah, right. So it was just me and Jace and Jace was working and yeah, it was, it was a very, I think that's another thing that people don't realize is becoming a mom. I don't, I don't think it's the timing of whether, how many children you have just mm-hmm. becoming a mom in general, one time or second time or third time is a very isolating process. <laughs> um, and can be very stressful. Yeah. I can only imagine. That's why I'm so great. I'm so thankful one that I don't really want kids, but two, if I did have a child, um, that my mom is like literally like five minutes away. Like, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, she wants me to have kids. Cause she would literally probably come and like, it would do all the things, much, honestly, it probably would be too much, but I think that you would appreciate it because totally. I think my family is too much or three much sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I so wish they were here like all the time <laughs> or we were closer at least. Yeah. Cause I think that's mm-hmm. hard, you know, living so far away. I feel like that is, I, and I don't really, you know, it's hard for me to relate to that. Cause I'm all, I've always been so close to my family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always like in business. Yes. <laughs> Whether good or bad, they are in my business. All of them, from my siblings to my mom, my dad to my grandma to my aunts and my uncles, they are all, all around all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to bring our moms on here in a little bit. So Stacy and her mom via Texas, actually. Stacy will be Texas. And I'll be here in Washington, <laughs> where it'll probably be sunny, unlike Stacy, who might be in Texas with thunder, thunderstorms. So we'll I, yes, it's going to be rainy. But with that, I think. We're going to bring our moms in now. So mm-hmm. hold on as we reset and bring in our moms. Yay. Okay. Welcome, everyone. I'm here with my mom. You have to say your name, mom. Your name and your age. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my name is Donna Garza, and I'm 55 years old. And how long have you known me? All your life. <laughs> my goodness. Don't ask me how old that is. But Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and today we're doing like matchmaking, like I'm going to ask you what your favorite color is. We're going to, we're going to say, what's our favorite color and we're going to show and see if we got it right. Okay. So what do you think my favorite color is? Do you want to put it up? Yeah. Who asked me out of order? I asked you in order. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Can you see black? It's a green. I was gonna put green, <laughs> but you wear a lot of black now. So. <laughs> well, I actually have three favorite colors. It's green, black, and purple. So you were close. It's close. Okay. Okay. What about your favorite color? Well, that's easy. I'm that's wearing it. Blue of any shade. Blue. I got it right. I told her the answers. <laughs> Come on, you're not supposed to say that. She accidentally didn't follow the rules. <laughs> okay, now we ask each other, what do you think my favorite food is? It was a toss-up, but okay. I think more Chinese. Oh, mom, is Tex-Mex. 
Enchiladas you know what I made you make those whole but like, platter of enchiladas. That's all I know like to cook because it's so fast. <laughs> it's not that I like it. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I don't know her very well. It's okay. It's okay. 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 What's you my just need to spend food? more time with me. Oh, well, you just live so far away. Okay. Ready? Your yes. favorite food. My favorite I think food. I have this one. Queso. Chips and salsa. <laughs> that was a staple in our house. Queso. <laughs> okay, so. Queso. Uh, okay, so. What is... Um, oh, what do you think I do for work? You're always changing. <laughs> you used to be in healthcare. I think now you're in, well, doing podcasts, but more, <laughs> That's not more um, marketing and event planning. I knew you were <laughs> It's still healthcare, but I work oh. in a different. I'll have to. She works for. <laughs> FBI. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and then, oh, the other question is, oh, okay, Alicia might have to leave the room for this one. But the other question is, uh, who's your favorite child and why? I know, sweetheart. <laughs> Everyone asks me that question. I don't have a favorite child. Mom, although, although, let me finish. You know who's not your favorite. Although, <laughs> everyone might think it's Alicia, my oldest, but it's not. I don't have a favorite. I treat them all the same. See, she's nodding no. You're nodding no. And it is to say no. It's totally it's Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> why? Because she's the oldest? Yeah, she's the one who made you a mom. This is why I don't have any more children, because Marcella made me a mom, and she's my favorite. Well, I know who your favorite daughter is. <laughs> That's an easy one. It's Marcella. <laughs> she's my only daughter. And everyone says that she's my favorite grandchild. Is she? I don't know. She is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say yes because I hardly ever get to see her and I spoil her when I do. And when you don't, you send her all those, which I was just thinking about that I missed Valentine's Day and Easter. Oh, it's okay, Mom. So I need to send her a big package. No. No. <laughs> so I have to screen Mom's packages because there's like glitter, makeup. All these knickknacks. It's not real slime. I haven't sent her slime since you told me to stop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, who, who thought this was a good idea? Anyway, she wanted it. And then, oh, what's your uh, favorite memory of me? That one's easy. Your birth. Your favorite memory was when you were almost born in the car. Backseat of Nana Bobo's car. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Very eventful, huh? Very eventful. Is that how you knew it was going to be so, like, you know, ready to take on and, like, not to you were going to be on. different. You were going to conquer the world. Well, I haven't done that yet. Well, in your own way, you have. Okay. Because you're so independent. And I think that's where, yeah, I knew you were going to be independent because, oh, my gosh, you just didn't want to do, do anything that I asked you to do. When you were three years old, you already had your own sense of style of clothing. I'm like, purple and green? Who does that? Who puts those two colors Not together? Me. The three-year-old did back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what is your favorite memory growing up as a young mom and kind of like not really knowing how to navigate being, being a mom? Being a mom so young. Because remember, I told you all that my mom 
was 23 by the time she had all three of us. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? It's not as bad as it was. It is now for people. Oh my gosh. Um, I really like the fact that I was able to stay home with y'all and, and be a mom until y'all started school. That was my best memory. It was just staying home and nurturing and Alicia being the smarty pants and knowing everything by the time she was four. That's what she's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I really enjoyed the most was staying home with y'all and, and spending that quality time with, with you guys. And, and nowadays, I just don't get to see very much of y'all. Because we're old. Well, so? I'm and old too. Old. And you got to spend more time with me because you're going to take care of me because I'm old. That's true. So my favorite memory, well, I have a lot of favorite memories because my mom, I think, tried to really, um, how do you say, uh, do a lot for us and, and like have a lot of adventures planned for us. And we're always together. We're always the three Doing of us. Three, I say the three of us because I forget about Brianna. She's our younger sister. Um, it's always the four of us because my dad worked out of state a lot or he worked, you know, he was always gone because he worked in construction. So it was always the four of us. My favorite memory is um, when we came home from school one day and you had bought us the six CD changer. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> and we sat there and jammed all night to all... Solido, Intocable, <laughs> Selena, Bobby Polido, with our six CD changer. I about that. That was pretty popular back then. I still have a five CD changer, no, a six, in my Lexus. Yeah. Oh, Lexus. That I, was probably like, I mean, I know it's like very simple, but that was, that was good times because my mom also exposed us to a lot of different music. Um, we also like lived in a very small town. Um, our dad is from a very small town. And my mom worked in the city when she did go back to work. Um, and she would always just expose us to, like, the city life. And, you know, it's so much different than when you... Shopping at the mall versus yeah. at the dollar store. <laughs> for sure. And I just feel like, I mean, it wasn't... That was such a treat for us. But also, like, those are... That's probably what made me, like, want to be in the big city and want to, like, live somewhere different and want to explore more. Um, and be adventurous because my mom exposed us to that. So, thanks, mom. You're welcome. <laughs> anything, um, anything for you girls. Y'all know that. Is there anything you want to say to like all moms out there? About, like a PSA about motherhood. Oh Lord, it's don't do it. <laughs> it's a scam, right? <laughs> it's so overrated. I t- I'm telling you. It, no, it's the best thing you'll ever experience in your life if you ever do become. And being a mom doesn't mean that you have to have a child by blood or actually giving birth to them. It's just Mm -hmm. being there and supporting that child and and always standing next to them and never never let them down. That's the thing. Have them look up to you. Never let them down. And sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. That's big number one. You're going to sacrifice everything for your child, no matter what. No matter if it's the last piece of bread you have. In your mouth, you're going to go hungry for that child to have something to eat. Mm -hmm. You're always going to have to put them first and forget about you or put yourself second or third. But yes. But also to that, do you wish that like someone would have taught you to be more selfish? No. Oh. No. Because I've never been selfish. Even to this day, 
I always put my needs over nice. others mm -hmm. because, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I deserve stuff. Oh, mom, you deserve <laughs> everything. That's why she's remarried and she goes and does all these trips because she didn't deserve my, my dad didn't deserve her. That's why I, I deserve it now. Yeah. That was, um, you were well, and I had kids. I, I had kids to think of back then, so. But we did a lot together. We went trips. We did we, so many road trips. Yeah, We so went to the trips. beach every, I made sure and I took you out of the beach every single year. I thought we would go, we were going to the beach because it was my birthday, but it was just Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you just had time off. Yeah. Yeah, but we would go to the beach every year. I would take out a Fiesta Texas, mm -hmm. take out to the movies. I remember when The Fast and the Furious came out, and I had my little black car, and I said, okay, girls, come on. The movies. Black car, yes. <laughs> Let's see how fast this day can go. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. And taking out to the mall, go shopping. Always taking out to the mall to go shopping. Mm-hmm. That's why we love taking pictures. pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We have to, I think I've shared this on my personal page before, but I have a picture of all of us, like my mom and the three of us with our eyebrows, you know, <laughs> our eyebrows at the mall photo. And I know, like, probably our audience, well, our audience is mostly in Texas, if you can. Imagine. Oh, really? Yeah. We have 56% of our audience is, is Texas wow. based. Um, and we have the eyebrows, and we had, mom had the bob. And then we're, I think we were actually wearing black, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're wearing black and we're like doing the little. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have it on my so, Facebook somewhere. Yeah, I think I have. So I'll, we'll post that so you can see what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. There was one more question that I wanted to ask, but now I forgot because I'm just chitty chatting. Oh, I wanted to say that um, another thing that I appreciated about you growing up was that um, you always made it, made me feel very safe to come to you. And maybe that's just because I'm kind of an open book and just come to, to anyone for anything. But um, I remember when I had my first serious boyfriend and I had to talk to you about being on birth control. Like, you didn't judge me. You actually said, thank you for coming to me and not anyone else. Yes. Um, and that's, like, something that just made me feel very safe. Yes. Um, well, I always taught you since you were little, if y'all are ever going to have sex, please tell me first. If you're ever. <laughs> you didn't have sex? Or you didn't have <laughs> She didn't come to me. <laughs> if you ever, uh, you know, decide that I can't stop you from doing it, just don't lie to me. Just tell me the truth. And uh, y'all remember when y'all would always go to a friend's house or go to a sleepover, drop off and watch movies. And I, I had to know who the parents are, what the phone numbers are, mm -hmm. so that I would know where exactly y'all were at at all times. Mm -hmm. And not to be like uh, one of those busybody moms. moms. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's just that you know, my girls, I have to know something. The the world is bad out there. You never know these crazy people out there. And it's really bad. And, it's and I have now. our girls. Mm -hmm. That was the worst. And we still went behind her back because sometimes we were just afraid that she would say no. So we still did things like that. But we weren't bad. I don't feel no. like we never, you know, I, I just, I thought we that bad. I never wanted you to become a young grandma. That was Brianna's job. <laughs> I left that up to Brianna. And so <laughs> I was just always, um, oh. okay. Um, I was just always, yeah, just grateful that you 
we were able to come to you and talk to you about. Anything. That's good. And you still can. Yeah. Even though you grow and you have your own families, but you still come to me for advice. I do. I asked her recently, I texted you and I said, hey, um, what is, what's this song that's in Spanish? Who sings the song in English? Um, I just texted her recently. I was like, oh, how do you, who sings this song that's in Spanish in English? Yeah. And it's actually in sync. This I promise you. Spanish version. Yeah. And it was too funny because we had just listened to that song a couple of days before you asked me that question. I Googled it because I'm like, this is an English song. I know it's an English song. I just can't remember it. So I Googled it and I'm like, in sync. So then when you asked me the question right away, I'm you're like, well, I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I'm up with the times now. You know, technology, it's crazy, you know, but it's out there. Okay, so she did say that her favorite child was me and <laughs> that she wishes everyone a happy Mother's Day. I do. Um, and we will um, get back to you. Oh, and I surprised her in, te in Texas. So She did. That was the best Texas. Mother's Day gift of, of all. Yeah, my Wait, sister. Wait, Alicia has to top that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's moved. You're I mean, you're going to be gone soon, and you'll be able to do all kinds of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll surprise her, too. She's moving to Vegas. Woo! Yeah! Martin. Okay. Well, um, I love you, Mom. I love you, too. Okay. Happy Mother's Day. Happy wow, Mother's Day. that was a fun clip, Stace. I'm glad you had fun in Texas. I did. It was so fun hanging out with my mom. Well, I only hung out with her for a little bit and then just to get some good content for us. <laughs> it was good. But yeah, she, but she loved it and um, just hung out with my sister the rest of the time. So another mm -hmm. mama. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of, it wasn't, it actually wasn't that hot. Yeah, it was really nice. And then your mom. What was the deal with your mom? Oh, yes. And then my mom politely, not really that politely, uh, declined to be on. I'll pop up a little clip of me talking to her. But if you guys didn't know, you can't screen record sound on. But I'll pop that up here in the side. But yeah, she was really sweet about it. I think she was just nervous. Um, if you didn't know, I have a YouTube channel and we did a cooking video with her. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to see her go there. I also have some other videos we can throw in of her just being crazy, but um, I'm going to go ahead and... <laughs> you should do that. You should do that so everyone gets a sneak peek of, of who your mom is. Of her yeah. just out here being wild. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I did talk to her a little bit off camera, um, just to, like to learn a little bit about, you know, what it's like for her to be a mom and what she wanted for Mother's Day. Um, jokes on me, she wants a YSL purse, so uh, that's going to be a no. But I'll give her my love. And I yeah. think that would be enough. As a mom, what do you expect for Mother's Day, Stacey? Like, what is the gift you're Ooh. looking for? Honestly, nothing. I feel, but hey, that's I'm, what I'm they a different. Stacey, they all. No, say but that. I think I'm. I think I'm really different. Like, I actually expect like just to do nothing. Like, I don't want to do the whole brunchy thing. I don't want to do lunch. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do dinner. Um, I don't really want flowers. Like if Marcella wants to make me a card, I think that's really sweet and special, but I don't really want a gift. Mm. I feel like that's so weird and a little bit overrated for me. Um, and I would hope that like, well, at least my family makes me feel appreciated and valued almost mm -hmm. every day. So 
um, I don't really need, I don't really need anything, which is what I got. Right. That's what my whole point of going to Texas. My sister and I wanted to spend early mother's day together and celebrate ourselves. So that's what we did. And so I got to do that. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know. And I really hope no one has said anything yet. And everyone's a last minute Larry in this house, um, (laughs) or on this side of the family, but, um, no one has like scheduled anything and I'm kind of hoping no one schedules anything. Cause I really don't want to go out to eat and like do all that stuff. And like, just, it's just not, I oh, just yeah. well, so yeah. busy. do that for my birthday. Like do that, like do that for the day I was like born and brought into the world. Not like, like every day. Like I do this, like I chose this job. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I didn't choose to be born. But yeah. I didn't choose to be born, but I chose to like give birth. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird? So I always wonder because I don't have a mother-in-law, but is it weird to split Mother's Day with like a mother-in-law? Is that weird? Like, how does that work? Do you have, is it like territorial sometimes or no? Like, what do you think? I know some people where it is territorial. I don't, I don't know if I, if I see it that way, but also the dynamics are a little bit different Mm -hmm. in my, on, with my in-laws and with that relationship. Um, so I think Jason would prefer to spend it with me than with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would prefer if he spent it with his mom than spent it with me. It's <laughs> communication. So, right there. so he's probably like, what do I do? What do I do? It's so funny. No. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Um, but like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't. Maybe I'm just too loosey goosey, but I just don't, I don't mind. Like if he wants to spend Mother's Day with his mom, like that's who gave him, you know, his life. So maybe he should. Um, that's true. She but, chose it. He didn't. Yeah, so he better yeah. celebrate it. So I, I don't care. Yeah. No. But I know some people might and, and maybe yeah. my mother-in-law is different and she probably maybe does, but she just never said anything or communicated that she, what her expectations are around Mother's Day. So I don't know. I've seen those expectations get <laughs> and they were very impossible and I felt bad for everyone involved. Like what? Like, well, one person was like, um, I guess, and I don't know if it's also because like they're a new mom, but because they're a mom, mm-hmm. they felt like they should be celebrated. But then their husband was like, well, I should mm-hmm. rather celebrate my mom. And mm-hmm. then this the spouse's husband was like, yeah, you should come celebrate me, which led the wife to being feeling like she was disrespected, but she also wanted to celebrate her mom. So it was like, yeah. And no baby mama drama. Yeah. So baby like, mama drama. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, we just get everyone like a flower, like deliver it. And then. Yeah. Move on. No. Yeah. I was like, oh, so man. uncomfortable. I was that like, what are you going to do? I would say you better That's choose good. me over your mom. That's what I would say. <laughs> I, so I, I'm just saying, like, once you guys, are, once you married me, I'm your family, okay? Like, I don't, like... That's true. That's true. That's true. And I kind of feel like I have definitely raised Jason. <laughs> You're like, so... But I don't, I don't, I don't... It's just another, like, Hallmark holiday. But I right. do really love to... Um, I... I guess I just always grew up celebrating and that it's an important day to celebrate like my mom mm-hmm. and my grandma uh, and my aunts. Um, Everyone and when I did go to church, yeah. And when I did go to church, like it was like a, it's like a big thing, right? Like, yeah. It's like a bigger thing yeah. than 
Father's Day or, you know, Grandparents' Day or whatever other day there is. So I feel like it's... um, Mm-hmm. When I worked at the restaurant business, it was it was always a point of contention because the the servers would be like, "It's not fair. We all want to take Mother's Day off. We never get to take Mother's Day off, but you let the men have you know Mother's Day off, and then you also let them have Father's Day off." And I'm like, I wonder though if that's because if we let all of the women off, that would be like 95 percent of our workforce. So like, uh, really yeah. No. Also, I was like, I get, I get what they're feeling, but I'm just like, that's crazy because Mother's Day is really slammed. So I'm like, oh, it is. I day stay celebrated. I was day. looking up like um, facts around Mother's mm-hmm. Day, and I think it's the third busiest holiday in Russia in the restaurant business. Yeah. I don't know what the other two are. It just said it's the third busiest. Let me see if I can what find it. Other two? Mother's Day is like, I would think it'd be number one because you are just, it's like no one knows what else to get their mom and they don't want to cook for them. So they're like, let me take you out. Nothing says I love you more than someone else cooking us a meal. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I wish someone did that every day for me. Like oh to be in charge of um, dinner every single well and lunch depending on you know if you do that or not mm-hmm. um but that is a, it's just a lot of work it's too much I didn't it know is that. one of the most popular church going days i believe that which is um, which is weird because there's not really a message i mean we, there is one message about women being like kind and whatever but like <laughs> and the rest of the year talking about how Eve brought us all down. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And, and in fine. our society, like everyone's just trying to kill us every day and like not let us exist. So it's fine. So we it's take fine. away all of our rights. And we didn't really, yeah, have any of them until like but Mother's Day. Hundreds, you are a human being who counts. <laughs> everyone loves you. And if you are a woman on Mother's Day who doesn't have a child, no one cares about you. <laughs> you no one cares about you. Nothing. Um, oh it just says lots of americans go out for mother's day yeah they do it's a popular day to ditch the kitchen because we're the only ones who cook clearly <laughs> i shouldn't say only ones but 95 percent. i'm just I, hypothetically i'm just making this up 95 percent. are stacy stats you're like okay <laughs> i was reading a book and this guy was like oh yeah i have to invite you over um you know my wife's just not really much of a cook though and the girl goes so you don't cook though when he was like, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, our house is kind of a mess because, like, it needs decorating. Because my wife doesn't cook. I mean, what does it mean? She's not a great decorator. She's like, and it's not your house, too? Like, And he's like, oh, okay. I see what you're doing yeah. here. Being a little bit of a crazy feminist. I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. And then he gets murdered, so it's fine. But, oh, that's fine. That's perfect, actually. He deserved it in the end. <laughs> not that everyone deserves a murder, but some people, I'm just saying deserve that yeah yep happy mother's day the happy mother's day <laughs> what did you learn from your mom while you were chatting with her like what's the, your big takeaway oh you know what's really funny is um when we first started our conversation we were i think we were talking a lot about like oh how our mothers were growing up mm-hmm. or not growing up but how they you know they were young i don't know if your mom i think your mom was a young mom yeah, too she was a young mom. but my mom was a very young mom um so 20 by 23, she had all three of us. Um, and so and my, my hands look really small. Um, so I'm going to stop talking because they are <laughs> like, it's not that they look, they just are really they small. Just, uh, 
people don't know because they haven't seen them yet. I know, but they just yeah. looked really tiny. Go like ahead, tiny show hands. them. <laughs> Um, but I think I, I was, I asked her a question around like, how was it like to be a young mom? Because I, we had talked previously and it was like, we, I guess we assumed made us some assumptions that our moms may had some, may have had some struggles, Mm -hmm. but my mom really enjoyed being a young mom. And, um, I think too, she didn't really say this, but I think she had a lot of help. Mm. Um, which probably helped her and was a lot easier for her because my grandma was there. My aunts were there. Like everyone, her whole family was there to Mm -hmm. help out and help raise us or like give her a break or whatever. Um, But she was like, yeah, it was fine. I like being a mom. I like being home with you all the time. It was easy. You're like, oh. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, I guess it was easy. And I guess it was fine. And I'm sorry if I said anything. you. When I or wanted you to have struggles, I, I guess, like, okay. I'm the only, I guess I just have these struggles and I assume other people do as well. Or have. It was perfect. It was perfect for her. <laughs> you know, I asked my mom and she said, cause I asked her if she wanted more kids because she has three of us and my littlest brother, well, he's not my littlest brother. He is the little brother because there's only three of us and I'm in the middle. So he was an accident. Um, and he knows that. So I can say that I don't mean maliciously, but Kyle, you're an accident. Sorry. Um, but I was like, did you want another one? Like, did, well, did you really even want Kyle? Clearly. Cause he was an accident. You kind of have to say yes. But, um, did you want a fourth? And she was like, no, <laughs> no, no. Was like, three was enough. And then because she worked, she was like, I was working so much. It was really hard having three kids. So she was lucky though, too. Cause she did have like my grandma to help take care of us. But I think that caused a lot of drama too she mm. wanted to home. But mm-hmm. she was like nah I'm good I, I would not want four that seems insane because she's from a family of nine and I'm just like you did you want that she was like no no oh I didn't ask my mom that um but I think but I did ask her uh I did ask her about what would you ask or what would you, and you'll you'll listen but um uh what or what would you tell moms like today about mm-hmm. about motherhood or about you know parenting or something like that? And she was like that it's a scam. And I was like, that's what I say. That is what you say. That is a Stacyism. Who knew you got it from your mom and you didn't even know? <laughs> like it's such a scam. <laughs> it's a lie. Which is why we appreciate all mothers even more. Because yes, very much so. It was all a lie. Nothing is. Nothing was accurate. Nothing was true. Like it's horrible it's not horrible but it's a lot of work it's it's the what do i like to say it's the scariest and hardest job you're like no sure. you. i mean i think people say oh being a parent's hard but they don't ever like elaborate it's no. like oh it can be hard but the but the good moments are so much more rewarding and you like yeah. great and you just it makes the bad one so much worth it mm-hmm. but then they don't really explain to you like what those bad moments really entail And I don't think that people realize like the reward doesn't really, or like the good moments and the, and the, and the, uh, moments where you feel accomplished and successful Mm -hmm. as a parent don't really happen until later on. (laughs) (laughs) You put a lot of work in before you you reap the rewards of what you've sown. And, and also they're not able to provide you any feedback on telling you whether or not you're doing a good job, like these little humans until they're older. Right. So y- you have to wait a really long time to just like suck. The only person <laughs> that I've ever heard say they want feedback from their child. 
Well, like, it's true. Well, I think I just had a really difficult time um, during my postpartum. I had so yeah. much. I had I, I was I had a lot of baby blues, mm-hmm. um, and I really wanted to go back to work really really fast. Like I did not want to stay home. And it's not because I didn't feel a connection with Marcella. I loved. I want. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to be a mom. I love Marcella, but it was so isolating. Nobody talks yeah. about the isolation. And I had such a social job that yeah. I constantly had like, oh, Stacy, you're doing a good job. Or, oh, Stacy, you're, you know, like when you have some, that constant validation and then you come and then you like become a mom and you're literally just freaking nursing or feeding your child or like changing their diaper or like watching Mm -hmm. them nap and making sure they're still breathing. Like that's not necessarily healthy for someone who has had such a social job and is constantly like socializing. Well, also I feel to like, something that like doesn't even talk. <laughs> right. And at that point, you also don't, you really don't know if you're doing a good job because you've never done it before. So you're like, and I still don't like, I'm, I still am. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know if I'm doing, I hope, I hope that I'm, I can just hope that I am trying my best and doing my best mm-hmm. and that it's a good thing, not a bad thing. I'm just envisioning you're like, okay, Marcella, it's our bi-weekly monthly mother-daughter lunch. So I just would like to give you some feedback and you can give me some feedback. Let's just go through our agenda. Like in working moms, you are well, sometimes um, I <laughs> sometimes I do tell her like, um, I'm like, oh, um, you know, sorry, I got really frustrated today. Uh, Cause I think that's important, right? Sorry, I got really frustrated today. It's just, I was doing this, this and this. And I like, couldn't hear what you're, you know, asking for and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's okay. Just next time. Can you just do it like this or say it like this? And so it's good. Like, I just feel like, you know, it's good that she's building this too, as a six-year-old versus like me as like a 20 year old, I didn't start building these skills until then. <laughs> Asking for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's nice too, because I feel like so many people don't have a relationship like that with their parent. Like mm-hmm. there's no way I would have, my parents would have received a comment like that. Well, <laughs> no, at all. <laughs> Not like at all. I mean, no, <laughs> no, no. No, I mean, maybe, maybe my mom, but not definitely not my dad. Yeah. Maybe that's why it took a, you know, maybe that's what it is. That's why we, it took us so much longer because we don't have a safe space to practice. Um, yeah. Give Marcella that. So, yeah. Well, I hope I do. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. That's, that's today. I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. <laughs> She's like, mom, I told you how I want back. And you just don't, do I need to like write you a note? Can you please do it in a star method? Oh God! When she uh, when she learned how to write, she wrote us a sad face and then an XOXO with an X through it, <laughs> meaning that she didn't love the love us right right then, yeah. you know. And I was like, "That's fair." You're going to like us all the time. Laughing though, kind of because it's I'm- so ridiculous so dramatic she can be so dramatic and i'm like "Mm, that's that's a little bit of both of us but definitely me (laughs) you're like the attitude the sass hmm right there like through the xl like that's brutal yeah oh the pettiness is probably jason that's totally jason with his petty and revenge yeah (laughs) could you imagine jason doesn't matter you he writes you a note with so crossed out 
I I was joking at book club because China and I were like, what were we thinking? Like, we first of all, we, we missed the child-free memo. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Got lost in the yeah. mail. <laughs> she really did because she really wanted to be pregnant. It, um, ours definitely got lost in the mail. But, like, I think um, what people uh, need, I think, need to understand and realize is that if you want a challenge or if you want to f- – feel fulfilled or whatever maybe just think about other things <laughs> maybe take up a new hobby <laughs> spin class you know, macrame mm-hmm. you know basketball. because at the end of the day i do this to myself so i don't want anyone to feel sorry for me i don't want people to think that i'm like complaining or anything like that i just know that i wanted this i did this to myself but it is a it is a challenge yeah. It's not a decision to be made on a whim. That's for sure. No. Or like if you're having a good time, which that's usually when they happen. <laughs> and you're like, and it was a good time. I hope. Because <laughs> got 18 years of good and bad times coming at you. So I hope it was worth it. For sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that's it for our, I mean, is there anything else that you're thinking stays that we want to cover? No, I think that's it. Well, this was our first video episode. In case the video gets scrapped, then you're just hearing our voices, but that's yes. okay. Um, <laughs> Maybe we can take first... clips, little clips. We take clips. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still catch us on Instagram. We're posting there. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not as often. Yeah. Um, but we are working on some really cool stuff. Uh, we'll be back in July right now on YouTube. You can catch the reruns. Um, there's no actual video, but But. we might get closed captioning on there. So if you can't understand what we're saying, you can (laughs) read it. And that's always a win. For Um, sure. But until then, we'll catch you back in July. See you in July. Stay wild. Bye. Bye.